Yo, welcome to the third season of Atypical Voices in Our Time, the official podcast of Chemistry Productions. We have quite the episode for you. Ain't that right, Random? Take the pot out. Then we're going to start recording. Okay, mm. let's just start the show. <laughs> October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. During this time, we honor and recognize those who have been victims of domestic or intimate partner violence. Today, we name the following. Carla Ford, Shamala Dabney, Carla Novella Cabrera, Monica Marat, Mariah Elaine Gillette, Lane Mountain, Ava Mountain. These were all victims of domestic or intimate partner violence this year, 2021. May they always be remembered. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's the AVI Podcast. I'm your gracious co-host, Jay Stokes, joined by Jay Random. What up, Jay? What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? Doing very good. Thank you very much. This is actually season three of the AVI Podcast, and we've had quite a few episodes leading up to this. We had some special guests. Uh, KJ was reoccurring on here. He'll probably end up coming back for this season again. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. You know, and, it's so funny. Yeah. I was so... I was, I was gonna hit him up today, like, yo, come on the show. But I was like, what the hell we, I don't even know what we've been really talking about today. So, because that's the first thing I'm like, what's the agenda? Man, I don't know what the agenda until the show starts. <laughs> oh <my laughs> a lot God. of stuff going on. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot and a little, because I think a lot on the few topics. What? That's pretty much what it is, unless you got anything else to introduce. What I wanted you, to. What, hmm? Are we gonna bring up um, um, Trump and Colin Powell? Oh, no. Oh, my God. All right. Well, since you brought it up. So Colin Powell, the former secretary of state, because I remember we kept getting that joint wrong. Yes. <laughs> we said attorney yeah. general. What are we calling him? <laughs> attorney general. Attorney general. <laughs> the former secretary of state. Now, I hope we got that right. It's secretary of state, right? Yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, it is okay. secretary of state. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm all confident yes. that I get the thing wrong. <laughs> no, so, you're right. You're right. You're right. Colin Powell, the former secretary of state under the Bush administration, passed away recently due to complications from COVID-19. People thought, mm -hmm. even though he was double vaccinated, people were like, oh, see, that's why the vaccine doesn't help. Actually, he had underlying conditions. He had Parkinson's and he had like a blood cancer, right? Now, quick question, rewind it back. Mm -hmm. Double vax mean you also got the booster, correct? No. Oh, so double vax mean you got the two shots? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was about to say, everybody double vaxxed then. I thought, you see, it's so funny. I was talking, I was talking to my, my wife and I was saying, hey, wait, does double vac mean that also that means that you got the booster? She said, I'm not sure. She said, I think so. Nah, oh, it's so double vax and the booster. That's what that's what, that's what that is. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, this is a comma and gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right, I don't think, okay, yes. yeah, I don't think he got the booster. I don't think so. It said he was double vax. That's what the headlines were saying. Mm. So I mean I'm hey, trying to run that. We're saying, oh, in, maybe if he got. Yeah, but rest in peace to Colin Powell. I yes. know. It's, it's nice to see black people in high places, but No Name had made a tweet. And I thought it was very important just to say that we shouldn't be celebrating the first black anything if they're just doing the same old, same old. That's just to summarize the tweet, just real quick. And I was like, she actually makes a good point because Colin Powell, like, let's not get it twisted. This dude committed war crimes. This dude, he also lied about the weapons of mass destruction in, Af in Afghanistan yeah. or was it Iraq? Yeah. Which one was it? It was uh, Afghanistan, I think. Okay. So yeah. it's like he had his hands dirty too. <laughs> History. And, one, yeah. one. 
<laughs> I know we are bad. I, maybe we, I'll put a clip. We in may there. have gotten it right. I think it's out. <laughs> we may have gotten it, was it over right. here somewhere. Wow. Yeah, I'll look it up while <laughs> while you talking at one point. But I just wanted to know what are yeah. your thoughts on what No Name had to say in terms of that because I think she had a point. Um. No, nah, I mean she does have a point when you think about it. I mean he didn't really do anything besides money to waters and and what I mean by money to waters is that weapon of mass destruction that's always gonna um be associated with his name you know yes and even if you could say okay well just for a rock by the way just for a rock, a rock? Okay. yeah rock okay all right okay um and even though you know you could fall back like hey the president told me still you, you know it was your job to actually be truthful to um you know, the Americans that you weren't. And it mm-hmm. took us forever to get out that, that silly war all on a lot. That's correct. Um, but in the same token, it's okay to be the first of anything. But yeah, what yeah, what has what has he done? Uh, I don't know. He did, he did what the rest of them do, which is nothing. Uh-huh. Another like, thing, even with no name though, one thing I gotta say, she's good at calling out stuff, but what is she actually doing? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know oh, I mean? calling out stuff. Yeah, but what is she doing to That's uplift her community? You know what I mean? Like, she could be doing yeah. stuff on, on the low that I don't know about, but there's a lot of people that be Twitter activists, and then they that's where it stops. Like, they're not actually investing in their community or anything. I agree. I agree. No, if you really think about it, what, what has she done besides call people out? But that's probably what she's here to do. She's probably here. You know, she's probably a plant. Oh, my Lord. You know? An agent plant just to just to just to call everyone else out, you know. Yeah, like think about it like that's this. It. Remember during a protest in 2020, right? Where J. Yeah. Cole was actually outside with the people protesting yeah. and no name was getting on everybody. So he so J. Cole responds in a song and that turned into a controversy. I was like, yeah. well, no one was looking at the fact that he was out. Like, I don't agree. I think he should have reached out to her privately. However, he was out in the streets. Was she out in the streets? Yeah, uh, listen. I don't know how no name looked, so I don't know how she. I mean, I'm pretty sure she has a, a on her what Twitter account. Like, yeah, she probably she has do? done activism. I mean, no name. She's a she's a pretty woman. She's a pretty. Oh, so I, I don't, I don't know. That. Okay, so what I mean by I don't know how she looked, I'm just saying like when I think of no name, like I don't really invest her enough to see who she is and what she does to the point that if she was out on the streets, I wouldn't know her from a can of paint. That's what I meant. Oh like, well, was, listen. She it says she um, launched a prison program through the mm-hmm. initiative. Um, this book club is supposed to send books to incarcerated people across the country to help them educate themselves on social issues. Mm. Well, I can see there's a positive in that, and I can also see the devil's advocate point of view. What's the devil's that. advocate? What do you mean? Okay, you're educating prisoners on social justice things but who's to say that they're actually going to use this information in a positive way and also they're in prison so when are they actually getting out to apply this mm. Mm. yeah you got a point <laughs> you got a point unless they're gonna get their law degree like you know you see a lot of them get their law degree and then you know it could be like uh i forgot the guy the true story about the guy that um Life, the show Life on ABC was about, I guess, the inmate who got his law degree. He was uh, getting inmates out. Oh, Wallace, Aaron Wallace. 
Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's I mean, based on a true story. Yeah, exactly. So it could be it could be something like that. I mean, and also they do need to know their rights in case, you know, the COs are violating their rights. So when you think about it, you know, you can use it in there or outside. But regardless, as long as you know your rights. And also, guess what? It's good to read. It's good to read. It really Very is good, good to read. read. It really yes. is. So, um, yeah, I look at it like they'll use it for something. They will use it for something. Yeah, I, I'm looking on her. I'm looking at her record now in terms of social activism. So I guess she's mm-hmm. trying to educate people on politics and she's really big into reading. So there's a place for that. So yeah. if I made any allegations that she hasn't been doing anything, I take that back. So, mm-hmm. hey, she's doing things in her own way. I'm just saying. But that- still, she's but yeah, but still, she, she was, she's quick to always call people out. That's not cool either. I always I feel like this for me. I feel like if we got to beef amongst each other, this black community. Our yeah. black community, mm-hmm. we should learn how to keep it in house. Pick up the phone. Everything does not have to be a tw- a, a, a tweet. No. That's what I feel. And with her, she that's her first avenue. She's like Trump. First avenue, tweet. <laughs> don't even want to talk to you. People right are talking about person. how she said, I think she said Beyonce and Jay Z are the feds or something like that. She made a tweet against them and deleted that real quick. Did you ever that's see that? Like, yeah, I seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's why I'm like, yo, if you got to like, I for me personally, I don't like Twitter because a lot of people believe Twitter is a real place and it's not. <laughs> Twitter is Twitter is not a real place. And how you know? Because if someone turned the power off on Twitter, where those people going? Nowhere. Off their phone and turning the TV or going outside. Yep. It's not a real place. Going back to the basics. <laughs> it's not a VR place. Right. It's not a virtual reality. I mean, it's it's, it's 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 just a bunch of people who just got Twitter fingers, yes. you know, with a bunch of uh, um, a bunch of critics. That's all it is. You know? And everybody has so, a voice. Everybody has a voice. Everyone which is not has a bad a voice. thing. Which is not a bad no, thing. No, it's not a certain bad voices thing. But the problem are... is, yes, <laughs> no, and no, certain voices you don't need to hear. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. So. However, a voice yeah, so, that I feel we need to hear in this day and time, and I'm glad you spoke on Twitter not being a real place because one person who said that was Dave Chappelle. Now, I know we talked about his comedy special, The Closer, on the last episode with KJ. However, yeah. it still is going on this criticism, this controversy behind it. Oh I just God. wanted to know, mm-hmm. like, what are your thoughts? Like, you got a massive walkout taking place at Netflix today. Then you had a black woman who was trying to organize, I guess, a walk, organized the walkout or organized some demonstration with Netflix. She ended up getting fired and she was pregnant. And I'm just sitting over here like, yo, it's not stopping. Then someone leaked like private information about the finances of the closer, right? His special. Yes. Yes. On how Netflix paid Dave Chappelle $24 million for the special. Um, yeah. This is my thing. The problem with this whole controversy is that it's not a controversy. But if you say something that's bad and you keep on saying it, guess what? A lot of times people start to say, hey, it may be bad. Mm. But in reality, it's not bad if you just listen. Mm. If more people listen to that special, then automatically jump on the bandwagon because of clickbait, then you will realize it's not that bad. Look, I watched it, right? And then I read a tweet from from the, um, the FBI crew, you know, <laughs> the Alphabet crew, and they done took what Dave Chappelle said and flipped it. 
Now they got it saying Dave Chappelle killed his trans best friend. Dave Chappelle Lord. didn't kill that that guy. I mean that lady. Nope. Yeah, that person. I don't know. Sorry about that. But Daphne. anyway, so <laughs> I think I think Daphne. his friend's name was Daphne. I I never know the last yes. name. I don't uh, know either. Yeah, obviously you see you see yeah. me typing. So go ahead, keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> keep no, typing. it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But David, but, but Dave never killed Daphne. You know, for anything, um, the um, ABC crew they did it. <laughs> the Alphabet crew they did it. Daphne and Dorman. Daphne Dorman. Dorman. Okay. Daphne yeah. Dorman. So that was, was Daphne's name. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I'm over it. I can care less. Um, no one look. Netflix got a lot to lot invested in Dave, okay? And when you really, really think about it, Dave is not really saying anything wrong. For anything, if you look at it, Dave has proved his point. Mm-hmm. You can say anything about anybody but them. But them, because they are sensitive. And this is point, this is exhibit A. This I like something. I like something he said in the special too. He was talking about the gays of the past or people who are part yeah. of, the of the past. He said they weren't sensitive. Like they could take a joke, yeah. they could take a punch and be like, okay. Like he said, them Stonewall people, uh, those people will fight. These people over yeah. here, they want special treatment. And like I say every special time, treatment. if you get special treatment, then are you truly the same as everybody else? You're not. If you if you want special treatment, because last I saw. They were laughing at the joke about uh, Jonathan killing that person in North Carolina. They laughed about yeah. black people getting shot. Remember Clifford, the big black dude yep. getting shot. That was another one of Dave Chappelle's joke. They laughed yeah. about the space Jews comment, right? So I'm yeah. surprised the Jewish community yep. didn't get up in arms about that. They laughed about all that. But then as soon as he went and started talking about trans people, oh my goodness, he's a bigot. Oh my goodness. He, made a, he even made a joke about the stop Asian hate stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm saying so he can joke about all these other groups, but he can't joke about trans people. He can't joke about that's what I'm saying. And he said it the best. Every, you know, um, you don't care until we talk about you now. You know, now you're sensitive. Yeah. You know, now it's like, don't hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. Yo, it's comedy. I'm going after everybody. Mm -hmm. You're no different. Do you Mm -hmm. want me to really treat you with cake gloves? Do you really want that? I now, think, so. think you want that. I think I know, you know, and that's the problem. <laughs> it looks like they don't know what they want. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> seriously because it's like I want to be like I want to be treated like everybody else. But then when I get on you, no, it's too much. Back up off of me. You're hurting my feelings. But which one is it? Because everyone else is not saying anything. Nope. No one else is complaining, but only you. And then it's like. What are you really complaining about? What did I really say to you? What did I really say about you? Did I say I want to harm you? Meaning, did Dave Chappelle say he wants to harm them? Nope. No. Did Dave Chappelle said they don't deserve to live? Nope. No. So I think that right there would be uh, grounds for, okay, we got to cancel him because he's because now he's trying to eliminate people, trying mm-hmm. to kill, harm people. He's not saying that at all. He's mm-hmm. not saying that at all. So the only thing he's saying is that yourself, I'm sorry, that you're sensitive. You right. are. Uh-huh. And so sensitive. I wanted to actually bring this joke up. I never liked this comedian, Louis C. Cake. I never thought he was funny. I always thought he was a creeper. 
but he had made, he had had a comedy special or a comedy show that this woman was showing me one time at my old job. And he was pretty much saying that slavery was a horrible thing, but because of it, we got this great country that we live in today. Of course, of course, slavery is the worst thing that ever happened. Of course it is. Every time it's happened, black people in America, Jews in Egypt, every time a whole race of people has been enslaved, it's a terrible, horrible thing. Of course. But maybe, maybe every incredible human achievement in history was done with slaves. Every single thing where you go, how did they build those pyramids? Now me, I don't think that joke is funny at all. However, the whole audience was just cracking up. And my thing is, I don't see anyone saying we need to cancel Louis C.K. No. I just cut, I just like, okay, well, he's just not my cup of tea and I keep it moving. That's all. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You know what? This is how you protest. If you don't like what Dave was saying, don't support Dave. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if, if seriously, think about it. If they would have just said, okay, we're not supporting Netflix no more and then leave it like that. And then Netflix starts seeing their numbers decline and seeing their subscriptions declining. They were like, hey, wait, but they're not doing that. Because if you think about it, it's now, I think last week it was number three. I don't even want to know what it is now. So at the end of the day, all this controversy is only making people go, let me see what he's talking about. Exactly. And then they leave going, what, is he, what did he say back? Mm-hmm. What did he really say back? Mm-hmm. He would have everybody. He would have everybody. everybody. And the way there's so much nuance in his trans jokes that is ridiculous because even when he said how Daphne killed, how Daphne died, because Daphne jumped off a building, I believe. And mm-hmm. he was like, that is, Daphne lied to me because that's the most gangster man thing to do. Wow. And I'm just sitting over here like, that's a crazy joke and it's wrong. However, there's a little bit of truth in that because as I was saying to you and your, you know, your, your significant other earlier, I was saying that men tend to have more aggressive ways of killing themselves with suicide, whereas women aren't, they, I think women have more attempts, but men are more successful because they have violent ways of killing themselves. So mm-hmm. the fact that Daphne was a man that transitioned to a woman because Daphne was a trans woman, then it's like- He still that, had it in him. Yeah, it's like that joke just kind of sticks. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's telling the truth in a twisted way. Yeah. But it's, it, it's you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. hard to, it's hard to really kind of put into words. No, I understand what you're saying. And I mean, that's why I say at the end of the day, why do I mad at that? <laughs> it's like, at the, it's they just mad, to, they to mad me. At, they mad at the fact that he said that trans women's peas are not really like the real thing which I would assume is correct. It's not. <laughs> Bro, am I right or wrong? If, you ha- if you're born with a penis, right? Uh-huh. And you take that penis also somehow inverted, right? It's uh-huh. still a penis. Um, it's just ain't, it's not erect no more. Now it's internal. I wouldn't know. It's, I haven't seen the surgery or anything like that, man. I, I think I'd be squeamish. You know what? Stuff. I think YouTube got it. It is pretty disgusting. I'm good. I'm good. actually take it. And, you know, you know, but then it's like, but then he's like, yo, but then it's like, you don't have a period. That's beet juice. He ain't lying. Like, 
Yeah, you, they don't you, have a period. Look, you would never ever understand. We as men would never understand what females go through in their periods. A trans woman would never understand what a female will go through because, when, you know, majority of times when, when females are in period, periods, mm-hmm. they have cramps. Mm-hmm. I don't know how cramps feel. I mean, I know how upset stomach feel, but I'm pretty sure that's not a cramp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, come on, man. It's like, you know how they would counter that, though? They would say, how? well, what about the women that don't have periods? So now all women have periods. That, that's a counter I've actually heard before. Yeah, but they all have okay, but they don't have beet juice. Oh, no. Okay, oh my god, I'm just gonna say it like that. Oh, I'm gonna say god. it like that. Okay, no, the okay? counter random. My counter to that would be that the majority of women do. <laughs> so you can say not yeah. all do, but the majority do, and all yeah. trans women don't. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean. So that's how you counter that. I don't all know what that is down there. Don't. <laughs> And I don't know what that is down there. Don't want to know. Yeah, you know, I mean, teach his own. And and the thing I just teach see his is, own. You notice how the trans women are more aggressive than the trans men are. Hmm. You ever think about that? You know what? I'm gonna lie. Um, you mean when they get mad? In terms of even this trans argument, who are the people that you see the most? Trans women. You don't really see trans men popping up like that. You know why they're trying? You know why they're trying to stay hidden? I think that they I mean I know this it, is time for that. I know That's this is fight they don't want. I know it's politically incorrect to say, but I think that has to do to your general biological nature. Men are usually more aggressive. Like we take charge, we want things done. We are the aggressors. Hence, even how relationships mm-hmm. form. We're usually the aggressors that gotta pull up on women and be like, yo, I wanna date you. You know what I mean? So we're usually yeah. the aggressors. Whereas women, they kind of chill. So I'm saying that a trans man, a woman that transitions into being a man, even though they will take on some characteristics of a man, at the end of the day, they're still a woman. They're still going to keep yes. the essence of that woman in them. I had to do the math and wonder why I was doing the okay, woman. <laughs> you know, he's, he's saying a woman to, okay, that's a woman. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think that now when we talk about like people with DSDs, we talked about that before. Don't say your favorite word. That's a little bit more tricky. However, people who are transitioning, they're taking all these hormones, they're, take, they're doing all these surgeries and stuff. And even, I mean, let's look at it like this. The majority of trans... What does DSD stand for again? Um, I think it's like differ, differences of sex determination, something like that. Gotcha. Okay. It's, a, it's, a more, it's a more politically correct way to say intersex. That that's what it is. That's your question. Yes. Why is it that? Um, no, I won't even bring that up. Continue. You okay. can continue. You can continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the reason I just bring all of this up is just to say that at the end of the day, if trans people want to be the other, say a man wants to transition to a woman and then be like a woman, or a woman wants to transition to a man and be like a man, that is their right. However. Just because I remember Dave Chappelle made a quote that kind of talked about this. To what degree do I have to participate in your belief system? Right. So it's like you can have that belief system, but do not force me to take part in that belief system because I'm entitled to my own opinions. Yes, sir. That's true. That's true. And one thing also I like to say. The disclaimer, 
we don't have any problems with the trans or any community. We have all. them in our family. Yes, What's exactly. So exactly. <laughs> but in the same token, we're talking about this protest that's going on with Dave. Mm-hmm. And when you really listen to the comedy show, this one particular, he didn't say he didn't say anything in the other ones, but this one in particular, he was clear on who he was talking about. And, and it wasn't the mm-hmm. transgenders, it was white people. Yes. And I don't understand why they black people getting involved. Why why black people getting involved for? Black people are the ones talking the loudest. Black people are the ones talking the loudest. But why white people are not up in arms? Because it's it's just a joke, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Sensitivity, man. People too sensitive, man. You know, and guess what? We gotta stop. We gotta stop. And guess what? I feel like eventually. It's going to die down because no one cares. No one listens. I mean, Netflix had a thousand people protest today, but then they also had people come in with signs saying how they love Dave Chappelle. So it's kind of like, man, no one's taking you serious. Stop it. Stop it. Not at all. No one's taking you serious. And I just thought of of this too, in terms of black people wanting to get involved in this stuff. Mm -hmm. To me, it seems like another way that black people are trying to be in proximity to whiteness. They're trying to be closer to whiteness. They're like, okay, let me protect you white trans people. Let me protect you white gay people and show you that we're all unified. And because of that, they feel like they're included. They think that they're one with these groups, even though the white gay community is hella racist, hella racist. There are so many accounts of white gays being racist against blacks, and other people who are darker skin complexions. You look at Grinder. Grinder has a problem. Now, Grinder is like the gay tinder. So I think it's geared more towards men, gay men. Uh, that's why I've seen so. using it. But anyway, so yeah. Grinder has a problem where a bunch of black guys on there say they experience racism. Now I'm sitting over here like, yo, like why aren't y'all why aren't y'all talking about that? Why aren't y'all lied about that? <laughs> you know why, right? Because when it's all said and done. I feel like the black people, like you said, again, they just want to be associated with something. And it's like, if you want to be associated with something, we got we got a bunch of uh, causes that you can be associated with. We well, as a black people. On the flip side, in. though, on the flip side, though, random, you got to admit the black community as a collective is pretty homophobic, homophobic. So they might feel yeah. like they don't have a place within the black community. So they align themselves with people that will actually will actually do us more harm. Hmm. That is true. That is true. I was trying to get B back on the show with some other gay guys so we could actually have a conversation about this, but B. Yo, that would be a good at? show. That would be a good show. Yeah, because but he once ain't hit again, me up. That's all right. You know how B is, man. You probably got to hit him up again. Mm. You know, that'd be a show. That'd be a show in the future, man. But hey, October is domestic violence. Awareness, Awareness month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a good segue, too, because even in the gay community, there are high rates of domestic violence that is not talked about. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. They always look at it being just a man hitting a woman in a heterosexual sense, but that is not the case. Lesbians have high, Ooh. like, their rates, I think, are worse than straight people. Oof. Lesbians. I know, I know. And then on the other toxic. side, very toxic. And I think with the Black community, that's one of the 
bi-directional domestic violence is crazy too, meaning that a lot of women actually strike men <laughs> in those relationships. I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine, boy. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. This month, I always feel some type of way because domestic violence to me, or intimate partner violence, what have you, that's as crazy as HIV, in my opinion, in terms of the rate mm. with which we need to address it. In fact, I think it's worse because intimate partner violence, domestic violence, it's all over the place and people's lives are at stake. And a lot of people, they feel trapped, like they can't leave relationships. You have police officers that are slow to act. You got police officers as a collective that actually Ooh. are perpetrators at higher rates than the general and, uh, public. <laughs> and their buddies, the, the boys in blue, they cover up. Yeah. So yeah. what would you say are some solutions in order to actually help with domestic violence? I've been trying to get my wrap my mind around it for years and I just don't know what to do. Like, how can we help? That's the problem. First of all, you can't help until they want, until they want help. Hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, I think reason why I think family members are family. If yeah, family members in general, why they get frustrated because they're always trying to help at the wrong time. And we say to yourself, what's the wrong time? Right. The wrong time is when they don't need your help, when they don't see it as a problem. Mm. So by the time they see it as a problem, we already through with the situation. That makes sense. You know, because in our eyes, the first hit upside the head is enough for us. We're like, mm. all right, come on, come to pack you up. And that's probably not enough for them because now they're so. I forgot that syndrome uh, people get when they Stockholm uh, syndrome. Thank you. Stockholm syndrome. Uh, they're not, they're, they're not, I don't want to say over it, but to them, they're not, um, I guess, I, I, I guess we could say um, they're not over the fact yet that the relationship is over and they just still want to just make it work. But that's why I say, I think the problem is sometimes when we come in as family members, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm coming to pack stuff up. Mm-hmm. No, to them, it's like, no, we can make it work. And then by the time they're like, okay, I, I'm ready to leave. I can't take them. Blah, blah, blah. We're looking like, oh, man, just call me when you real. No, I'm serious <laughs> now. You're like, nah, call, no, seriously. You've mm-hmm. been serious, you know? So um, it's sad because it's. I think domestic violence is like a drug problem, meaning you can't help a drug, uh, a person that's addicted to drugs until they're willing to reach out for help, accept help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we have uh, members in our family that use drugs. And I remember back in the days, it's not until they were ready to get help that the help came Mm -hmm. because, but prior to that, it was, I'm helping you the first time you, you smoke that drug. And it's like, no, I still want to get high. I want to get high. I want to get high. I want to get high. Then, then something hits, something, something, I don't know, switches in their head. I'm like, you know what? Now I need help. And now everybody looking at them like, nah, I don't know. You are, you know, you don't stole everything from us. I'm not helping you. You know what I'm saying? Now we all jaded. So I think it's just a timing thing. And, but the sad part is how can you ever be on someone else's time? Right? That's very true. That's how can you be on someone else's time? You know, it's not fair for us, the people that's actually watching this domestic violence happen, to now sit back and be like, okay, you're going to get it eventually. No. Eventually, people like us, we be like, 
whatever. Call me when you're ready. But then when they call me ready, like, are you ready now? To... So now we down with, them, you know, their readiness. And they're like, no, I'm ready to leave like now. Like, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't never believe in it. And that hesitation could be uh, life or death. That's very true. That is definitely no. true. And you, you brought some things A mayday mind. call is I need help now. And you dragging your feet like... Let me put my sneakers on. Some bullshit. Right. That might be when they really need it. And you know how slow you're so, going could be the difference between life and death. Yeah. You so really, I, so, huh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Just that. I was going to say, you really touched on something that brought something to my attention when we were talking about so, just in terms of like the family dynamic. Maybe yeah. there could be lessons on coaching the family on how to deal with domestic violence situations. But how do you deal with it when it's a life and death situation, though? Because domestic violence can always Everything. get worse, elevate. Uh-huh. You're right. You're right. To us, every action is a life or death situation mm-hmm. because you never know. Because, see, when you, okay, not you, but I think when domestic violence happened, I don't really think they know or even thinking about it, meaning the, the, the uh, aggressor. You know, I'm a punch her in the head because she pissed me off. But that punch in the head, she could slip, fall, hit. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if the slip and fall or the tug and the pull away and you let them go and they hit that. So to us, every action is a life and death. But to them, it's like, oh, no, we just got a disagreement. And, you know, and I came in yelling at him and he didn't like, like, no. So I think, I think, I think it all goes back to, we have to start, um, I don't want to say in the beginning, but it sounds like the beginning. This all has to be taught that there's no tolerance. Right. So what do you I think, think about no, this? But how can you, yeah, there's no tolerance. So how, I, I don't know when and when, I don't know if it's like the birds and the bees conversation, yeah, the yeah. no tolerance conversation. It has to be, because yep. nowadays we talk about the birds and bees, but we never really talk about domestic violence right and that's actually a good think about it because so what if we had classes on domestic violence that we taught alongside the classes with puberty and the classes that's with great. relationships what if we actually just i think that would be this, great right hit hit them when they're young so that they already have an yeah. idea about this that's but one way you also can start don't it. discriminate but don't discriminate because men get abused too and I think that's discrimination. Uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, I can't imagine a dad. No, I can't imagine a real dad. But, a, you know, but, and I don't mean to. Boys. to <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of F-boys around here that probably be like, yo, if your girl hits you, she just love you. You don't pay her no mind. I can see dumb shit like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's an F-boy mentality. But in reality, if your girlfriend hits you, bro, I'm going to tell you straight up, like I tell my son, the day your girl hits you, I, yo, leave. Leave. I agree. Because let me tell you something. She can't control herself. Right. You are not her child. Right. She can't put her hands on you, but mm-hmm. you can't put her hands on, but you can't put your hands on her either. Mm-hmm. Because it's gonna be two, it's gonna be ten times more worse than you for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I always tell my sons, no, listen, we don't play that. Don't ever let a girl put her hands on you. Meaning the day she put her hands on you, you need to leave because it's not going to change you know and that's the same 
the same energy we have for our daughters, we should have for our sons. Yep, you are exactly correct. And now for a quick commercial break. Yo, what's going on, everybody? If you like what you're hearing so far, make sure you follow us on the Chemistry Production YouTube channel. If you have any suggestions or comments on our topics, either email us on k3mistrydproduction at gmail.com or leave a comment on our YouTube channel. Peace. How many times do I have to tell you? It's productions with an S. And and it's funny you bring that up, women hitting men, because we actually have a real world, a real world example of that that hit the blogs like a couple of years ago. Now I'm thinking about because Megan the Stallion and her boyfriend Party, whatever his name is, they were posting some pictures recently. I remember in the past it came out that Megan the Stallion had a rap sheet because she was hitting her her ex boyfriend at the time in a public yeah. place. And the police yeah. came and she ends up getting arrested because of it. Wow. Right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. saying look at happens. the football player, Haskin, who now plays, he he's a quarterback. He was playing for the Washington Redskins, which are now called the Washington. Like they can't football be great football, football team. Football team. <laughs> yes. Um he was a starting quarterback, and him and his girlfriend got into a, a heated argument and she beat him up and knocked his tooth out. And he's, he probably trying to restrain to her. he's probably trying to restrain her. Yeah. He's probably just going he wild. Went to her, but guess yep. what? You also didn't press charges. It's like, bro, listen. Should have. She beats you up in front of everybody. Imagine what's going on when the doors are closed. Like, and that's the thing. People have to understand. He's not a, and he's bro, not a, he's not a punk for pressing charges against her. Like, we want equality, no, exactly. right? Are we talking about women want equality? So you can equally and, get these charges. So exactly. Ahead. And people have to understand love should not hurt physically. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is if someone smacks you, punch you, kick you, that's not love. Message. No. That's anger. That's hate. That that's that that's not love. And a lot of people, they mistake that because they toxic in their head. Mm-hmm. So once again, I think you're right. We might start need to start bringing up birds and the bees and domestic violence in the same sense. We're gonna have to put we're gonna, listen, we're gonna have to. Because a lot of people are repeating cycles, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's not right. It's mm-hmm. not right. It's not right for a man to put his hands on a woman, mm-hmm. just like it's not right for a woman to put her hands on a man. If you're angry and that's the first uh, thing you think of is to put your hands on a significant other, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's a yeah. problem. And and so we That's make an equal opportunity. Yeah. A woman shouldn't be putting her hands on another woman, and a man shouldn't put in, be putting his hands on another man as well. Yo. <laughs> exactly. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. I'm telling you, man. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's an all-out blow fight. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, you're right. Seriously. All just aside. I know a lot of people got anger issues, but you need to check that at the door, man. If anybody mm-hmm. ever make you do something out of character, that person don't need to be with you as well. You need right. to check yourself at the door. That's not healthy. So domestic violence awareness month is real. It mm-hmm. should be. As a matter of fact, it's all year round. It, mm-hmm. it just it just happened to be October. It's uh, was it highlighted? I think. Yeah. Is yeah. Word? It's recognized yeah. during October. Recognized. Yeah. Yeah. 
And but, Domestic um, Violence Awareness Month is year-round, just like Black History Month is year-round. And I just actually wanted to go into the last topic. Speaking of Black history, Black people, we have a historically Black college, Howard University, that isn't doing too yeah. hot right now because the students are out there protesting, saying that their housing conditions are terrible. They got mold. They got rats, roaches, water leaks, and everything. The houses are in bad shape. And then some students are even complaining, saying that they're getting their tuitions are very high, though they're taking online classes. So it's like, why do we have high tuitions if we're taking classes online? I see that as a little bit of a weird conversation just because everyone just started doing online classes. And I feel like no one was really prepared for it, but they might have somewhat of a point. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that in terms of Howard's situation. So this is my thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, I'm just going to throw it out there. I got my master's online, correct? Mm -hmm. So I said I'd to say the only the only I think the students only have an argument if they're still paying room and board. <laughs> if they're still mm. paying room and board and doing online school, then yes, they have a problem. <laughs> but if they're still getting the same education, but they're getting at home and they're not paying room and board, then what's the problem? A good point. Because you're not paying for the ed education is still the same. It's just you're not in class. Mm -hmm. It's more of a benefit to, to you. But guess what? That now infrastructure costs more. You mm -hmm. got to do the math. Look at it like this. So we're all in the class, right? Mm -hmm. So we're in the class now, the lights are on, you know, and we're all in this room. It's the same infrastructure as far as the internet now. So now the school has to now invest in the infrastructure to uh, the bandwidth. So they got to buy more internet speed. They got to buy more um, licenses so we can all log on at the same time and do our work. So now that's a different type of infrastructure. Yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not like flicking the light on and keeping the heat on. No, but it's still there. The cost is still, it's probably even more. Because internet is high. Think about it. So, like, with my company, when we went um, remotely, you know, due to the COVID, I'm sorry, due to COVID, when we first did it, March 2020, mm -hmm. man, every few minutes, people were getting kicked off the, the internet, intranet, because it wasn't built for 99 percent of us to be on at the same time mm -hmm. the internet was really built for if you want to log on when you get home and do some work but anybody everybody ain't doing work when they get home right <laughs> right so right. now my company had to now take the money and build a better infrastructure for everyone to work from basically all day mm -hmm. so that costs more money and they you know so i think so I say all this to say, as long as the students aren't paying tuition mm -hmm. for room and board, then they have no argument because the education is still the same. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what do you I think about think what do you think? No, I agree with what you're saying in terms of, yeah, I think that's a very good point. I just want to know your thoughts about the ones that do have room and board living in those poor housing conditions. So now, so now that's a different argument. So now, so now, if people are still going to school physically, mm -hmm. right? So the people that's physically going to school, are they doing online or are they physically in the classrooms? Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about their actual oh. housing conditions. Because I think it probably... Oh, that's nasty, is, man. 
Yeah, I think it's a combination of both in terms of the people that okay. are going to school. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because it's nothing worse than because if the people are actually on campus but not going to class, then it kind of it kind of sucks for them, right? As far as um, yeah, why why can't I do this at home, right? Mm-hmm. But if uh, the living condition is nasty, they have roaches. And rats, rats and molds and water leaks. Mold and yeah, water leaks. They have like yeah. they have pictures of that stuff. It looks horrible. It makes your skin crawl, man. Yeah, you know the problem is infrastructure is bad. So we have a college. You know what? I think the alumni are not doing what they need to do, or somehow the money isn't being dibbied out in the right places. Because I feel like every school, if it was built whenever it was built, it was built twenty years ago you should really keep up and probably invest on updating because what is good 30 years ago is not good now. What is good 40, 50 years ago is not good now. Things mm-hmm. fall apart, you know? <laughs> like the So, book. yeah, exactly. All things <laughs> fall apart, especially if you ain't keeping up with it. Right. Now, roaches and rats, that's probably some nasty people that's letting that in. But, I don't know. I don't let it because mm. you know roaches. Mm. You know roaches, roaches, roaches. You see, look, they get look. They make a run, but they but but they got little legs. <laughs> Nine to ten roaches come in. Roaches, <laughs> roaches are smuggled. Wow. <laughs> roaches are normally smuggled in from book bags and suitcases. Yeah. Because <laughs> you leave it to a roach to make it to the to the library. The library. Yo. <laughs> He's going to be tired by the time he get there or maybe stepped on. Oh, my but God. Roaches are normally smuggled in. Woo. I mean, yeah. am I right or wrong? You're right. Roaches are You're normally right. smuggled in in hair and clothes and suitcases. Oh now, God. rats is a different story. But um, in mold, that's totally, that's just, that's, a, that's, that's where it takes. That's a school yeah, problem. No. Yeah, that's a school problem. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. But roaches, I'm going to say <laughs> that was smuggled in. That's all I'm gonna say. The oh roach got little legs. Imagine a roach trying to make it to somebody's house down the street. By the time he make it, he's gonna get stepped on. He's gonna get tired, go to the next house. <laughs> but a whole ain't no water on the ground, man. That jug getting flushed away. That jug gone. That's what I'm saying. If it rains, he ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna make it. But he gonna make it if he jump into your book bag, oh, no. your suitcase, and your clothes. You know, the only thing it takes is one roach to get one. smuggled in, and that's a you got a problem. Don't say, don't let it be a pregnant roach. Damn. Oh man. <laughs> oh, we definitely got issues on our hands then. Now oh, you gotta. Oh man. Now you better call the pest control. Oh but my nah, lord. Uh-uh. Now nah, to be sitting now, nah, but all seriousness. Um. Now nah, that's not fair for these students to be paying for that type of living. Um, quality. That's bad. Yeah, That's it bad. really is. It really is. That is bad. But yeah. in the same token, I don't know calling them out is going to help them either. I mean, see, that's the thing. It's called a protest. You don't protest to be nice. You protest because you already came and you already went to the powers of being told them, hey, this is what's going on. And they didn't listen. So the next thing is to call them out. So Yeah, for the most part, the protests have been peaceful. So, yeah. Yeah. That's bad though, man. I mean, come on, man. But, you know, 
that's the problem with um a lot of colleges that uh rely on government don- assistance. Yeah, and donors. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Howard, and- from what I've seen, their graduation rate is low. Like I looked online, it said it's below sixty percent. I said. Your graduation rate is below 60%. That's I don't terrible. know how, I don't know if those stats are outdated or not, but it said below 60%. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, horrible. That's another thing. You know, you gotta, you gotta be there in order for, you know, it's like every, everybody's important down to the students. The students keep the lights on. The students, mm-hmm. the students can't even graduate. That's six. The students come in at, come on, if they can't graduate, then that's money you lose. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Shoot, no, none of my college is gonna dare ask me for money because listen, I went to private university, so nah, they they good, they good, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. and see, and I think, yeah, <laughs> not surprised, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about colleges like UConn, Sacred Heart, yeah, public, public universities, yeah, yeah, public university, Sacred Heart is Sacred Heart is taking over Bridgeport every time you turn around, but. They, but they're strategic on how they do it. Mm-hmm. You don't even know a sacred heart until you walk up. Like, whoa, they here now? Like, they steady moving down. Uh, um, so, they, you know, they're in trouble. And they're just moving down. They're taking over, like, condos. They're building. And they got so much land. Now, you also have the community out, though, because that's supposed to be the intention behind all the yeah. building, quote, unquote. I don't think they have media out. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. probably got the biggest tax break. Mm, there you go. With that being yeah. said, though. Land listen, gobblers, man. Listen, this was a good episode to start off season three. I'm excited yes, for what yes, we got going forward. It. We got to get more guests on here, have more productive, positive conversations. I can't wait till you hear that episode I did with KO and B. So we had another B, but this is a female B, not the male B. Okay. And it was a good conversation there i want to have more conversations like that i think even when we have the male be on if he ever shows up i would love to have that conversation with black gay individuals even black trans individuals i think we can learn something from them as well so definitely can you know what we definitely can and understand to our trans listeners if we have any we do we are not we do mm-hmm. okay listen I speak for both of us. We don't have a problem with anybody. Mm-mm. I would definitely like to know, you know, I'd like to know more, you know, because mm-hmm. I may be, because I'm not you. So mm-hmm. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how it works. I don't know what's going on in your mind. So, you know, so, mm-hmm. hey, very the doors, the, you know, the door is always open for any guests, any guests to come in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, reach out to us. Right now, email is chemistryproductions at gmail.com, K3M-I-S-T-R-Y productions with an S at gmail.com. So, hey, the door is definitely open. So, with that being said, all right, Random, been a good one. Talk to you soon. Peace. So, go a little sign like this. That's it.